welcome to the Preacher Dad Podcast. I am the Preacher Dad. And a quick commercial here, uh, just to let you know that um, you can find uh, some articles and things on my blog. It's at PreacherDad, all one word, dot com. PreacherDad.com is where you find my blog, and you can also donate to our ministry if you feel inspired to do so. Um, I blog there about everything from parenting to politics. So I'd encourage you to jump over there and take a look around and see if there's anything you like. Um, but we also touch on, uh, I don't know, I'm, I guess you might say I'm a little more extemporaneous on the podcast. Um, you know, today I wanted to just let everybody know that um, there's a very good way to tell if a person needs encouragement. Uh, you can you can find out very easily when a person needs to be encouraged. Are you ready? Okay. You take a look at them, and it's very visible. If they're breathing, they need encouragement. If you can tell they're alive, they need encouragement. So I can tell you that I received a great deal of encouragement today uh, from a man I greatly admire. And it really picked my spirit up and reminded me how important it is to be encouraging, to be positive and upbeat to those around us. Um, But I did say on the last episode, I discussed how important it is to be engaged in the culture war and the way and the the importance of being being in the fight. We cannot... um, We cannot simply disengage and passively watch the world go by. You know, I think that it's a pretty bad epidemic in the world. And honestly, um, all of you, all of you men, you need to understand that it is more prevalent in the male population than it is in the female population. But it's this epidemic of passivity, the sin of silence, the willingness to allow other people to step in and do the fighting or do the leading. And I'm just not going to get involved. I'm going to step back. I'm going to stay in the background. I'm not going to participate. I'm not going to get involved. And uh, that's really, really bad because if you do it in your family, you're passive. You, You don't step in and correct your son or your daughter when they are misbehaving or they they are they need correction and you just simply hope it goes away or you passively allow your your spouse or um you know if you're if you're co-parenting if you're in a broken home in some way and the child's mother okay let the child's mother handle it no guys you have to step up to the plate so it's true about parenting, it's true about our culture. If uh, if the men of our nation do not stand up and actively take part in the culture war, then uh, I'm just not sure what kind of future we have. Um, and that's not to say that the contribution of women is not also needed and important. We have we God made <laughs> God made men and women to be a team. And we need both sides of that coin. And right now, uh, Women seem to be more, more, uh, more easily engaged in the fight than us guys are. Us guys would be more, more willing to just you know 
go golfing, watch a football game, you know, just let's leave politics out of it. But I'm telling you folks, we're at a place in our society when you can't sit on the fence anymore. You can't, nobody's going to let you sit on the fence. You either have to embrace one side or the other. You're not allowed to be on the fence. And that's not because, it's not because our side is intolerant. It's because the, uh, the progressive left, the left-wing radical, uh, <laughs> I sometimes want to say nut jobs over there, and I mean that in all Christian love, of course, but uh, the progressive left is unwilling to let you just say, okay, look, can we just be tolerant, just, you know, just live and let live. You believe what you believe, and I'll believe what I believe, and we'll just, you know, be able to get along. No, you have to embrace everything that they think. You have to you have to agree with them. And if you don't agree with them, you have to keep your mouth shut. And we're going to make sure that you can't get your message out. And we're going to make sure that you get canceled so that nobody else can hear what you have to say. Because your point of view is so dangerous. There's no debate. There's no debate in mainstream politics anymore. Mainstream cultural um, discussion. Um, anyway, what I wanted to say... Um, really is uh, uh, you know we talked about ways in which we can make a difference and you know we will eventually discuss ways beyond voting but I'm telling you folks voting getting out there to vote makes a huge impact let me explain what I mean when um, in the last couple of elections and I don't know that my numbers here are exactly precise. Somebody out there can, you know, maybe make a comment over over at the blog. You can make a comment on the podcast. But uh, you can maybe make a comment to correct my numbers. But I, I think that the principle is sound. Not everyone that is eligible to vote in this country does vote. So it's, it's uh, I think it's like... 30% of eligible voters actually vote. So if 30% of those that could vote actually do, so then we have 30% of the population. Now, in the last several elections, especially the election for president, which is by far not the only election that matters, you should vote every single race in your locality, whether it's for school board, whether it's for state legislator, state senate, governor, all the way up and down, you need to vote. County clerk, <laughs> you need to vote for them, for the right people. And you need to allow your values to dictate how you vote. But anyway, my point, mathematically, the last couple presidential elections have been very much a 50-50 split. There's been half of the country votes one side, half of the country votes the other side, and there's a small percentage that don't vote for either one, that vote for a third party. But pretty much half and half, so if you take half of that 30% of the population eligible to vote, that's 15%. 15% of the population that is eligible to vote decides who the president will be. 15% of the country decides who the president is. Folks, you can sway an election with 2% of that. 
if you just just add two just add two percent of those that are eligible to vote and you convince them to vote in your direction you've changed the election the entire thing the whole country is different that's that's an astonishing statistic and and again my numbers might not be 100 percent accurate but they're close it's something like 15 percent of the country actually selects the president. So really folks, there's a lot of you out there and I, I hope that maybe, you know, this is making a difference in your mind, maybe changing your mind. If you just go to the polls and vote, that makes a big difference. And that is oftentimes taken for granted. And a lot of people, and I've heard Christians say this, my vote doesn't matter, it's just one vote in hundreds of thousands of millions of votes. That is just a lie from the enemy. Honestly, it's false. Um, your vote does matter. And it doesn't take a whole lot to make a big difference. If you convinced just the people in your circle of influence, just your family and friends, if you convinced them to vote like you do, if you were able to persuade them that uh, your candidate is the best, godliest, most Christ-honoring candidate to vote for, the best choice to make to advance the principles of truth and freedom that we all adhere to or love, you have made a huge difference in the future of our country for the future of your family and uh, generations that you will never, you will never meet will make an impact so that's one way in which you can make a difference and uh, I think that it's very important that we do that you know briefly here to bring in some scripture some people um, erroneously say that uh, politics is dirty or um, you know Christians should just stay out of government and let the world that's worldly and I believe that's false teaching although there are beloved people that I care for that espouse this position, this doctrine, I think it's wrong. There's a scripture where God, Jesus says, uh, he says, give unto God what is God's and to Caesar what is Caesar's. He doesn't say or to Caesar what is Caesar's. He doesn't say you got to pick either the realm of God's kingdom or the realm of man's kingdom. You have to serve either God or Caesar. He says, do both. He says, give unto God what is God's, and what to give unto Caesar what is Caesar's. That's a very significant principle and a very important biblical truth, that we ought to be engaged in influencing Caesar. And in our nation, you know who Caesar is? Caesar in our country is you and me. You and I are Caesar because our government is instituted by the people and for the people. We elect representatives to represent our interests in the government, and they make decisions that hopefully represent our values. And if they don't, we vote them out of office. But we are the Caesar in this analogy, and we got to be part of the fight. So anyway, get out there and vote, folks. 2022 is gonna be a huge year, and we need every player on the field. Nobody sits the bench. Get in there and fight. All right. Well, I, I hope that you have a nice evening. I hope that you love your family and that you love God. And we'll talk to you again soon. May God bless you. All right. Bye-bye. See you next time.